Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirshner. Many former Trump officials knew that he was committing crimes while he was president, but concealed them for years until they had written books which they then used to profit from those revelations. Can we figure out a way to reform ethics in government? Here's Glenn. So friends, can we talk for a few minutes today about government ethics? I know, it's an oxymoron, right? Government ethics. I probably don't have to convince you that we have a problem with respect to the ethics of at least some of those people who are serving or have served in the federal government. And I'm going to propose a solution, a solution that involves just 22 words. Um, And I talked about this at length on what is my new audio podcast, coincidentally called Justice Matters. And on Saturday, I posted an episode that discusses those 22 words and how they can be employed to move us forward on the government ethics front. So if you're interested in a much longer conversation, please feel free to go to my new audio podcast. You can get it, as they say, wherever you ordinarily get your podcasts. But I want to do sort of a a short discussion about it on today's Justice Matters video. Now... I probably don't have to convince you there's a problem, but let me use one example, one concrete example of why we need to reform government ethics. Or as you may have heard me say before, we need a renaissance of ethics in government. Here's the problem. Mike Pence, that name is kind of synonymous with problem, right? Former Vice President Mike Pence. While he was Vice President, Donald Trump was urging him to commit crimes. Specifically, we learned in a book from which Mike Pence is profiting that Donald Trump was telling, was pressuring, was insisting that Mike Pence violate the Electoral Count Act, that Mike Pence goes to Congress on January 6th and refuses to certify Joe Biden's win. Instead, Donald Trump wanted Mike Pence to be a co-conspirator in trying to corruptly hand the presidency over to Donald Trump for a second term, even though he lost the election. Donald Trump was pressuring a government official to you know, violate his official duties and to break the law. Donald Trump was committing crimes and Mike Pence concealed those crimes. He told no one. He reported it to no one. Then when he left government service, he wrote all about it in his book so, you know, he could profit. That's an ethical problem regarding his government service, and he hasn't been held accountable for it. 
So let me first talk about what crime might Mike Pence have committed by concealing the crimes of Donald Trump while Donald Trump was president. We have a crime for that. It's called misprision of a felony. Now, misprision is a funny word, a fancy word. It basically means to hide or to conceal. Why do they call it misprision? I don't know, probably because it was drafted by lawyers. Lawyers like to make things more complicated than they have to be, maybe because it sort of helps ratchet up their billable hours. I don't know. That was a little cynical. What is misprision of a felony? Well, of course, it can be found in the big, ugly blue book of federal laws, the United States Code. And specifically, you can find it at 18 U.S. Code Section 4. And here is how that statute reads. Whoever, having knowledge of the actual commission of a felony cognizable by a court of the United States, conceals and does not as soon as possible make known the same to some judge or other person in civil or military authority under the United States shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than three years or both. So breaking that down into layman's terms, whoever knows that somebody has committed a federal crime, a crime cognizable in the courts of the United States, who does not promptly reported to the appropriate authorities, committed the federal felony of misprision, a three-year federal felony. It sure sounds like, based on available reporting, that's precisely what Mike Pence did. He concealed it, he didn't report it, and then, of course, he revealed it in a book so he could profit off of it. Okay, so maybe you're saying, well, Glenn, if there's a crime that covers that, what Mike Pence did, it seems like there is at least a vehicle to address it. And there is that federal law misprision of a felony. But can I tell you, in my 30 years as a federal prosecutor, I don't think I have ever once seen a misprision of a felony case brought by any prosecutor. I'm not saying it hasn't been brought, but it's certainly not up to the task of addressing this conduct by Mike Pence. And remember, it's not just Mike Pence. Other former Trump officials wrote books with all sorts of revelations. John Bolton, Mike Pompeo, Bill Barr, and others. So here is why I am proposing 22 words to help us move forward on the road toward a more ethical government. And it involves the oath of office. I took an oath of office back in the 1980s when I became an Army JAG and entered active duty. I took an oath of office after I left the Army and joined the Department of Justice. And that oath of office actually comes from a federal law, a federal law that was first enacted, I think, in 1884. It was last amended, updated in 1966, and I am proposing that it's time to update it again. First of all, here is the oath of office that anybody entering the military, anybody entering federal civilian service has to take. It comes from 5 United States Code, Section 3331, and it is titled Oath of Office, and here's how it reads. I, 
Glenn Kirshner, do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter, so help me God. That's the oath of office. I propose we add 22 words to help fix or at least address the problem of ethical lapses in government service. Here's what I propose. The first part of the oath would read as it reads now. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. And here is where the 22 words come in. I propose adding, and I will report promptly all instances of crime and or corruption by government officials and employees of which I become aware. And with that, friends, gone are the days of whistleblowers being a rare thing. Whistleblowers who have to be protected. You know, stand-up patriots like Colonel Vindman, who disclosed Donald Trump's extortion and bribery of Ukrainian President Zelensky, only to have his military career virtually taken away from him by Trump and company, retaliating against that disclosure by Colonel Vindman. Gone are the days that whistleblowers are these magical unicorns who have to be protected. Because if you add those 22 words to the oath of office, every single federal government employee, every single member of the military will be obligated, it will be their sworn duty to report promptly the crimes and corruption of other government officials or employees. Easy. And do you think that will deter the conduct of the Mike Pence's of the world who want to conceal Donald Trump's crimes if they know that everybody around them has a sworn obligation to report them? How can that not have a deterrent effect? How can that not enhance the ethics in our government? You know, friends, I'm working with some of my local, my own elected representatives to try to make this a reality. Because we have to do something to combat what we had to endure in the Trump years, corrupt official after corrupt official after corrupt official, hiding, among other things, the crimes of Donald Trump. Let's try to make this simple change, this 22-word change, to try to make progress on the road to better ethics in government. And friends, if you're interested in joining me in this effort, if you find this proposed amendment, this 22-word amendment to the oath of office persuasive, I invite you to come to my website. I'm not selling anything, friends. If you come to my website, glennkirshner.com, and click on the Contact Glenn button. Drop me an, a note, an email saying you're interested in participating in this endeavor. I will email you one paragraph that you can simply 
send to your elected representatives to say, this sounds like a good idea to help improve ethics in government. Because you know what? The more people that believe this is an important fix, the more of a groundswell we can generate, the better the chances that we'll be able to persuade our elected officials to you know, perform this simple amendment of a statute to make our federal government better. And I just want to take a minute to give a shout out to my good friend and fellow justice warrior, Bobby Mealy. Bobby has been helping me with this Oath of Office project. Thank you, brother. Coming up next, Republicans in the House have finally decided to focus on a problem that impacts so many working class Americans, Hunter Biden's laptop. This is Justice Matters. Hi, Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I'm here to remind you about one of the best decisions I've made recently, getting Factor Meals. Eating is so much easier for me with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor is flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. I've done the math and I can tell you Factor is less expensive than takeout. And every meal is dietitian approved, nutritious, and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and start meeting your meal and nutrition goals. Head over to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off. That's code glen50 at factormeals.com slash glen50 to get 50% off. Remember, go to factormeals.com slash G-L-E-N-N-5-0 and use code GLEN50 to get 50% off today. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. House Republicans are now focusing on important issues that Americans are concerned with by launching a probe into Hunter Biden's laptop. Here's Glenn. So, friends, now that the Republicans have a majority in the House of Representatives, though a razor-thin and completely unmanageable majority, still a majority, they're turning their attention to the important issues of the day. They're focusing on improving the lives of ordinary, everyday Americans by investigating Hunter Biden's laptop. And based on some recent reporting, it looks like they are even going to screw that up. Here is the new reporting by NBC News. Headline, Hunter Biden asks for criminal probe into Trump allies for theft of data from laptop. 
And that article begins, Lawyers for Hunter Biden sent letters Wednesday requesting investigations into allies of former President Donald Trump, who they say trafficked in stolen information from his laptop, a dramatic shift in strategy for the president's son after years of GOP attacks. Among the letters, which were obtained by NBC News, was one sent Wednesday asking the Justice Department's National Security Division for an investigation into individuals for whom there is considerable reason to believe violated various federal laws in accessing, copying, manipulating, and or disseminating Mr. Biden's personal computer data, including Rudy Giuliani, who was Trump's lawyer at the time. Biden's lawyers wrote a similar letter to the Delaware Attorney General's office requesting a probe into the same people, alleging they violated various Delaware laws in accessing Biden's information from what Trump has called the laptop from hell. And you're gonna love this, friends. Giuliani has acknowledged having passed on a copy of the computer's hard drive to the New York Post shortly before the 2020 presidential election. The letters to investigators also recommended an investigation into John Paul Mac Isaac, who has said Biden abandoned the water-damaged laptop at his Wilmington, Delaware computer repair store. Because, friends, all of that sounds perfectly plausible, right? Ordinary, not at all nefarious. This guy, this computer repair shop guy, John Paul Mac Isaac says, Hunter Biden uh, gave me his laptop to repair and then he abandoned it. So, you know, I naturally gave it to Rudy Giuliani, who then gave it to the New York Post just in time for the 2020 presidential election. All you can say to something like that, a narrative like that is, come on, man, really? Well, it looks like Hunter Biden is tired of being used as a punching bag for the Republican propaganda machine. And seriously, what does this tell us? What does this Republican Hunter Biden investigation nonsense tell us about today's Republican Party, its focus, its mission, its priorities? Well, they don't involve making the lives of ordinary everyday Americans any better. They don't have any programs or proposals for the issues that we're contending with today. You know, crime, inflation, the insurrection. They have no interest in dealing with any of that. You know, this Republican nonsense prompted me to post the following this morning. Examples of the Republicans working to improve the lives of everyday Americans? Let's see. Benghazi investigation, Hillary's emails, Hunter's laptop. Let's face it. Those who can govern do. Those who can't go on absurd investigative witch hunts. You know, friends, I've always said I am no political analyst or expert, but I'm an American voter, and I can see what today's Republican Party is doing right out there in the harsh light of day, 
And I actually think it's pretty clear that the Republican Party is circling the drain. It will implode. It will crash and burn. And the only remaining question is, what will rise up from the ashes? I suspect that some of what may rise up from the ashes will include people like Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, people for whom the continued existence of our democracy is more important than their own reelection prospects. And once this long national nightmare is behind us, and it will be behind us at some point, friends, we will get there. Once it's behind us, maybe we can go back to having discussions and disputes and even arguments over policy matters. Because we will still disagree about policy matters, but maybe when a new Republican Party rises up from the ashes, we will all be able to agree that at least justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.